0: It is February, we are here, we are in it, and I can hardly believe it. So because it's February, and because you are used to me sharing really terrible jokes with you, I want to know what has been the worst pickup line you all have ever heard. So when I was in college, I once had someone tell me that I was beautiful from the neck up. And, like, I was sort of, kind of, maybe a little flattered by that. I was also like, I don't like what's wrong with the rest of me? Oh, well. So I want to hear your worst pickup line ever. Bring it on. Bring it on. I want the corny. I want the cheesy. I want the cringy. Bring me them pickup lines. So today... We are hopping into February and I am going to be talking about how you can set goals using categories. How can you use different areas of your life to help you set goals? Why you may or may not want to use categories to set your goals? And then we're going to put a little bit of focus on relationship goals this month. So this month we are going to be talking about love and romance and also friendships Do you wanna feel less scattered and more focused but the idea of planning or goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If that sounds like you, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGee. I'm a professor, mom, and business owner. I started this podcast to help hardworking women and high-achieving mamas plan and set goals playfully and lightly. Unlike pressure-filled approaches, Plan Goal Plan centers on what delights you to help you envision all the possibilities your future holds. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I'm going to guide you through practices that will help you plan for clarity, set goals for direction, and act with purpose and delight. Let's get started. I've been married for 17 years, and this year we will be celebrating our 18th anniversary. <laughs> Whoa, that kind of makes me feel old to say out loud. So we got married when we were pretty young, but then we didn't have kids until a little bit later in life. We were married for 10 years prior to having kids, and there were some advantages to us doing things this way. We would matured, we'd settled into our marriage, we were a bit more financially stable, On the other hand, while we knew how to be a couple, we had grown accustomed to having a lot of time together. Our routines were set. And so having kids was a pretty big adjustment for us. I mean, I think that having kids is always a pretty big adjustment. It definitely required us to think about our relationship and our marriage a little bit differently. I remember not long after we had had our first kiddo, we were sitting down and we were like processing what it was like to be parents now. And we were kind of laughing at ourselves. Uh, We'd really never understood why people thought that marriage was hard. You know, when you first get married, people are constantly telling you how hard marriage is and how you have to work at it. We were always a little bit confused by this. Like we just kind of didn't get it (laughs) until we did. (laughs) That's how it works. A lot of times you don't get it until you do. And Boy, did we start to get it. So for me, goal setting and planning were really important at this moment in my life. Having a really clear goal setting and planning process were really important to me because making my marriage a priority, setting a goal to make time for my marriage, and purposefully planning to spend time with my husband became so important to the health of our marriage. So this month, February, I plan to talk a lot about relationships, both romantic and platonic on the podcast because setting relationship goals can be a game changer. So learning to plan so that you have space for relationships that flourish, it's so important y'all. Today to kick off these conversations, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks for using categories or life domains to set goals. Before I get into the nitty-gritty details of all that stuff, I want you to pop on to plangoalplan.etsy.com and check out the Couples Goal Setting Guide. The Couples Goal Setting Guide. Y'all, this is a fantastic resource to help you and your partner set goals together, to support each other in your goals, and to grow in your relationship. There is also a Galentine's Day party planner, and it's so super cute, y'all. So if you want to throw a Galentine's Day party and you want something to help organize you as you do it, check it out. It's super fun. I had a blast making it. So if you need something to help you cultivate those friendships, cultivate those romantic relationships, use these amazing tools on plangoalplan.etsy.com. Let's talk life domains or life categories. So what do I mean? I mean things like relationship, work, family. And then you use these categories as a way to help you think about as well as set your goals. So some people find categories restrictive when setting their goals. If that's you, do your thing. If it's working, it's working. However, if you have a tendency to focus on certain aspects of your life and overlook others, Setting goals using categories may help you take a more holistic view of your life. If there are categories of your life that are thriving, this approach will give you permission to recognize and celebrate that awesomeness while turning your attention to aspects of your life that need some tending to. Also, if you are just someone that is drawing a blank on what goals you could set, thinking about categories might help trigger some ideas for you. So what are some life domains? Different approaches to goal setting do name different life domains. So for example, if you go to Full Focus by Michael Hyatt, or Megan Hyatt Miller, that's going to be a little bit different than the life domains that are named by Passion Planner or Sierra Friends Moxie Life. Each different approach to goal setting do tend to have slightly different life domains. That both matters and it doesn't matter. So for example, I was really struck when I started doing goal setting by how many approaches to goal setting and goal setting systems were created by men and underneath life domains, there was never anything that really made sense to put home goals. So when I think about setting goals, it's super common for me to set goals that are about maintaining my home laundry. Oh my goodness. Laundry is it's a thing. Y'all laundry is a thing. So laundry dishes, just organizing your home and all the inventory that's in it, meal planning, basements and garages. Ooh, basements and garages are like my Achilles heel. So basements and garages, how do I get them organized? even like things like decorating. Oh, I want to make sure that we have family pictures this year. And then each year I want to make sure that we move those to create a gallery wall up our stairs. I don't know, but y'all women are always setting goals that happen in the domain of the home. And yet so many goal setting systems do not include physical space or home as a life domain. I'm like, am I supposed to put this under my hobby? Because laundry is not a recreational activity. Like, y'all, <laughs> I can find light in some mundane tasks, but like, I am not going to think up laundry under the category of recreation. And so I was really struck by how gendered some of the different life domains are underneath those categories. So they do matter because. What you are inspired to imagine under each category is influenced by how you name the category. You'll also see some slight differences like some people might name it spiritual, other faith, others religious practice. There are different ways that people name life categories. Some really common ones are health, finances, recreation, fun, hobbies are ways that they might say that one. family friends, relationships, work, and sometimes those are bundled together or broken apart. So for example, different approaches might list out like romantic relationship or like focal relationship and then they'll list out, you know, family or friends as separate categories. Others will just have a relationship category that encompasses both your romantic and your social relationships. There's not necessarily right or wrong life domains, but there are categories or areas of life that are best suited to you. So you need to figure out what life domains make sense for you. The one thing that I think you will notice across different approaches to goal setting is that most goal setting systems have between 8 and 12 life domains. In fact, I think 8 to 10 is probably the most common. You might sit down and start brainstorming all of the different areas of your life. And you might think about, how could I take everything that I've brainstormed and narrow it down to 8 to 10 categories? This might require you to put some categories together. Be thoughtful about how you lump them together. But what you do is kind of up to you, and you might want to experiment and play with it a little bit. Now, once you've named each life domain and you've narrowed it down to 8 to 10, you can start imagining goals under each domain. Usually, it is recommended that you set one goal in each life domain for the year. So if you have eight different categories, you set eight goals. That's it. This is really, really, really hard for people. And this is really, really hard for me. I do think that once you sit down and you start brainstorming, you're like, okay, health. I have physical health and I have mental health. And under my physical health, I need to start exercising. But I also really need to start eating some more vegetables. And I probably should drink some water. And I need to go to sleep earlier. So all of a sudden, you're like, oh my gosh, I have eight goals just under health. And Danielle's telling me that I can only set eight goals a year, one in each life domain. (laughs) So this is, this is a challenge because what you need to do is sit down and go, okay, if I'm going to set two goals under the domain of health, what does that mean in terms of being able to set goals in other categories? Does that mean this year I'm just not going to work as much on personal development, that my personal development is taking care of my health? Does that mean that this year I need to pull back at work? Maybe this year we just have so many other things going on that my garage is just never going to get organized and I'm going to make peace with it and it's going to be okay because while I'm giving myself permission to have a wild garage this year, next year I know that I can make it a priority and it will get done. You do not have to set goals in every life domain every year. But it is helpful to notice if there's an area of your life that you routinely do not set goals in. Is that because you feel comfortable and satisfied in that area of your life? Or do you struggle with that area of your life and you've been avoiding it? Come on, y'all. If that's it, sometimes we avoid the very things that we need to work on most and the very things that, if given our attention, would increase our quality of life. So ask yourself the hard questions. Why do you keep avoiding setting goals in that area of your life? You got this. You can do this. I know you can. So get in there. Ask yourself the hard questions. It is difficult to find equilibrium across our life domains. It is. And I don't think that pure balance even needs to be the goal. Rather, make sure that you are noticing, that you are tending to, that you are honoring all aspects of your life and setting goals using life domains, using categories, can help you with this. If this episode has you feeling jazzed about setting goals and you need more support, check out com. Like I said, there's a new couples goal setting guide that I'm super excited about. There's also a 2023 goal setting workbook that I love. My heart is into that thing. So choose one that best suits you. It downloads instantly so you can start right now. So check out plangoalplan.etsy.com. Download yourself some resources to help you with this. I hope this episode has given you some tools for thinking about your life holistically, as well as some tools for setting goals using categories. Tune in this month and learn more about setting romantic relationship and friendship goals. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It should be a pretty delightful month full of growth and connection. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I wanna say hello. I wanna geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.